welcome to the Cyber Show. I'm Cherry Sigmund, your host, Cybersecurity Authority, entrepreneur, and consultant. Tonight on the Cyber Show, we have a very special guest to you, Colonel Michelle Gardner Entz, aka Colonel GI. Hi. Hey, how are you? Great to be here, Cherry, with you. It's so good to see you again, ma'am. It's been so long. So, folks, let me tell you, I work for Colonel GI on a team at the Pentagon under Office of the Secretary of Defense back in 2008 and 2010, and I've been on the perimeter of her surface and, and following her on LinkedIn ever since then, and we've uh, periodically stayed in touch, but we've been trying to get this rescheduled here for a few weeks now and get everything lined up, so the first time we tried to do this, I had technical difficulty because I was out at my dad's house, and then there was <laughs> conflicts in between because she's so busy and she's such a, she's such a um, I mean, she's just like top-notch. She knows all about business. She's a leader uh, through and through. She, she can talk to you about success in life. So I'm going to turn it over to her now before we dive into too many details and just let her tell you a little bit about her history and her story. And um, take, it, take it away, Colonel G.I. Hey, great. Thanks, Sherry. What a delight it is to spend time with you and, and your listeners. Uh, Michelle Gardner-Entz, everybody calls me G.I., uh, I've had that name ever since I got married and, uh, you know, I was in uh, Tactical Air Command at the time for the Air Force and, you know, it's kind of a, a, a compliment if the uh, pilots give you a nickname or a call sign. And so when I came back from my honeymoon, the guy said, hey, we're going to call you GI. And hey, at, since then, it's a brand and it's a first name and uh, it, it might even be an adjective or a verb. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> But, uh, but anyway, I spent 27 years in the military, uh, in the hospitality, uh, uh, recreation and, and base operations arena. Uh, I've, I've been a base commander, but my most fun job was when I was the APHIS commander um, in the Pacific and uh, just had a great time uh, making sure that troops and their families got all all the things like they would be would get back here in the United States, and um, and loved every minute of that. And uh, then I came uh, to the uh, to Pentagon, uh, where I got to support the defense um, uh, security, the defense DTSA, Defense Technical Security. Defense Technology <laughs> administration. Security administration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Policy. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So hey. It's been a while. I've been retired for a while. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you how, how long, but, uh, but, okay. but forgive me. Good. But, um, you know, I'm now at the VA in the Office of Small Business, where my passion and my mission is to increase the number of women veteran um, business owners in the federal and commercial space. And uh, so that's, that's my complete focus, uh, helping them navigate. And I always say I'll also help a few good men. Oh, there you go. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you've been so successful in life and in business and in your career. I just talk to you, talk to us a little bit about leadership. I mean, I've seen your leadership in action. Yes. Yes. So. Well, um, I'm, I'm very passionate about leadership and, and here's why. Um, I, I, I think I've always been a boss, but it wasn't until, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It wasn't until uh, two, the year 2000 that I really understood what it meant to be a leader. Uh, and and there's, a, there's a huge difference. And the book that changed my, my life and, and gave me that perspective is uh, The 21 Most Powerful Minutes in a Leader's Day 
and the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that changed my life because it made me realize how accountable and responsible we are for our leadership. Mm -hmm. And if you see a bad leader, be careful. It's because they saw one. Uh, you know, when people, people do what they see, they say, oh, that person uh, yelled and treated people this way. And I see they moved up. So that must be what it takes to, uh, to, to, you know, be a leader when that's not true. And, and, you know, the thing about being a leader is when you think about the legacy of getting it right, you get to grow so many other amazing leaders, right? Mm -hmm. But when you get it wrong, you can kill people's lives. I mean, if you, you know, especially in the military where you have that commander G series orders, uh, you know, where you can send people to jail or, you know, they or put them out with the felony. But even, even short of that, if you don't learn to coach people, be patient. And even now I'm learning that some people don't go as fast as you. And they always say, if you take a walk and you turn around and nobody's following, you're not a leader. So sometimes that requires uh, you to, um, to slow down in pace, but not in vision, right? And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, what I like to say is that if you can touch the lives of people through leadership, it is the most amazing um, feeling because I, I tell people I'm here because of the love of one chief. One chief master sergeant mentored me when I was a lieutenant. And, it, and as a result, I'm responsible for mentoring 10 chiefs and two officers, be, all because of one chief who was a leader saw me as a young lieutenant, treated me with respect, taught me how to lead the enlisted force. And that is the reason I wanted to go do it. We love how we've been loved. We mentor how we've been mentored. We lead how we've been led. You know, we coach how we've been coached. And so uh, that's why if you get it right, it's, it has a tremendous legacy that just keeps going on because those chiefs are now mentoring others. And it just, you know, and I meet people say, you don't know me, but I've benefited from your mentorship that you gave to my mentor. And, oh. and so that brings me a lot of joy. So you paid it forward. Yep, yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I, back in the day when I was a young lieutenant, I, I got in the back pocket of a chief master sergeant as well. And uh, <laughs> we were in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then we got, re, we got separated. I went to Japan and he went somewhere else and retired soon after that. But I knew, I knew I didn't know a whole lot of things in the real world and he had a lot more experience. And I, I was Absolutely. told to find somebody who's been there, done that and got the t-shirt. And knows a lot more than you and forget what you learned in the textbooks. Just follow somebody who's been there and get in yep. the pocket of a chief master sergeant. And yep. then, of course, that's yep. the E9. Uh, yes. Maybe any other services will be different. But you, you right. definitely want to find the most senior person and, and follow yes. that. So yes. I hear what you're saying. Absolutely. So talk to us yes. a little bit about uh, what you're doing for business owners. Well, right now what I'm doing for business owners is I'm bringing together uh, women, because that is my focus, mm -hmm. um, who could possibly do business together. Mm -hmm. So I'm helping them, I'm facilitating a relationship between them and 
And, and if you know anything about federal contracting, you know, it's anywhere from, uh, from handshake to contract can be anywhere from two to three years. And that's on the, that's on the low side, excuse me. So, um, you know, relationships are important to small business because you can only handle as far as capacity and capability wise, so much, uh, business or, or so much of a, of a FTEs or whatever the contract is, is requiring. But if you join together with somebody and they, they, um, leverage their strength, you leverage your strength, you take both of your staff and you're working to support this huge hundred million dollar effort that you never could have won. You can do that with a team, but you can't do that by yourself because you don't have the bandwidth to do that. And so I'm trying to help more women understand how do you do business together and what does that look like? Uh, and many of these women are, are extremely smart. Um, they're capable and they've been successful, but if they don't learn to team, they will, they will only get to a certain level. They will only grow to a certain level. And I keep trying to remind them that what got them to where they are is not what will get them to the next level. All right, that makes so much sense, uh, GI, because, uh, yeah, I was uh, working with someone, and I'm actually going to be a vendor at uh, Donnell Winningham's Expo next week. It's actually this, wow. this week. It's uh, You should look it up, and I want to hook you up with her. I want to introduce you to her. To me, it's all about relationships and introductions. I love it. Thank I'll you. introduce you to her. She's in Houston. Her name is Donnell Winningham, and she's hosting something called Pink Wall Street, and it's for oh. women-owned businesses and specifically black women-owned businesses. Wow. So it's called pinkwallstreet.com. And it runs four days. So she initially had wow. two, and there was so much demand. She's such a, she's so sharp. It's now four days instead of two in the evening after, after wow. corporate hours. So I'll introduce you after this if you're interested. And for all thank you, I love there, that. Check out Pink Wall Street. And uh, one of my uh, cybersecurity uh, partners, we have a we've been partnering on some things since uh, April. I told her about it, and she uh, joined as well. So we're going to be presenting on Saturday, Saturday evening. That's amazing. And that'll keep me out of trouble anyway, at least. And what, what are you night. going to be presenting on? Cyber? Cyber security. Mm -hmm. So it'll talk about 15 minutes here. And she'll talk, I'll introduce her. She'll talk 15 minutes about what she's doing. So we have and something called CISO Advisors together. And not just to plug back, because this was supposed to be about you, but this is a segment. No, no, no. This is a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. And, and, and it can benefit people because you can see how women collaborate and support each other. And, and to what your point just was about teaming. She and I have teamed on VCISO Advisors, so if one of us doesn't have the bandwidth to do the consulting, yeah. say we have a larger corporate client and we want to do something for a smaller business later, we can farm that, that, that work out individually into other VCISOs we know, virtual chief information Love security it. officers. So it's executive Love advisory it. services, but you can only do so much as a lone wolf. Right. Exactly right. what you were saying. So, yes. so Dawn is going to be in on that, and I'll introduce you to Dawn Yell. And uh, that's like very timely because it's this week. And I think you should probably get what you're doing in your personal person in your personal capacity through the slots. Yes. Future there as well. Oh, I would love that because you know what you all are doing is demonstrating what women have to do. And and I'm going to get a little just uh, honest and straightforward. Women have problems with women. I'm just going to say it. We don't trust. We don't trust, oh, she looked and cut her eyes at me, or, 
oh, I tried to talk to her and she dismissed me at an event. Well, guess what? She's there to make business, get business. If she didn't give you this long conversation, it's not because she saw the decision maker and she needed to get over there and talk to them. It's not about you. It was about her and her business, her and her money, I call it. Right. Exactly. And, 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 um, and we, as women, we don't process and store. You're going to love this from a cyber standpoint. <laughs> our, we don't, we don't, we don't process and store our hurt. Right. We have to process it. We have to put it someplace, package it up and put it over there. Uh-huh. and store it and here's why because if we don't we take that hurt with us every relationship we attempt to create hmm. we taking it with us and it's baggage and the minute that person or that woman does something to trigger something that resembles the hurt all of a sudden it's like the ex-boyfriend right you're holding them accountable for the, the, you're holding the new boyfriend accountable for what the old boyfriend did or the old girlfriend, it, you know, it goes both ways. But, but it's very important in, in business to really keep a positive mindset and to be open because people do business with who they know, like, and trust, mm-hmm. period. And I, I and even before I was in business, or, or was associated even with veteran small business, John Maxwell brought this to light. And I was like, that's brilliant. He said, if you have two people, they're equal in talent. But one I know and have relationship with, they coach my son or daughter in soccer, baseball. The other one, I don't that person who they have relationship with can have fewer qualifications and i will still hire and give business to that person Uh because i know like and trust them and know like and trust is not on a resume or capability statement all the time Uh a business capabilities which is you know for those who don't know that's a business resume for lack of better words um and so it's so important that, 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 that business owners really, I call it, are constantly doing self-improvement, feeding themselves. You know, I always say, people always say, oh, GI, you're so positive. I said, well, you know, if you don't in- insert fresh air into a stale room, it'll be stale. And so that's why I'm constantly trying to be around people who are positive listen to podcasts, you know, watch YouTube videos that are all positive, be around positive people, because I, I have stinking thinking, don't get me wrong, but, but, but because of all the positive that I interject into the in room or in my mind, most of the time that, 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 that stinking thinking, that bad air gets pushed out. And, and when you are a business owner, you're selling yourself. They're buying you first, then the business. Mm. And so if you got some issues, if you don't, you know, you, you got all this stuff going on, they don't want to buy you and they don't, that, and they don't want to buy what you're selling. So, so that's why the, the internal piece is so important. And so many business owners, I see this, are so busy running after the dollar that they don't realize if you invest in yourself, 
you will attract the dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's the vibe. Yeah, people, yeah people, it is. People have that success they know. Exactly, 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 yes. They can see through. They can see through the, the nonsense flag. Or somebody who's like you know showing pictures. Like I, I, I like to talk about the personal brand, and you have a very good personal yes. brand. And especially on Thank LinkedIn, you. You, like, you should check out her LinkedIn profile. You want to tell people what that is because it's really sharp. Uh, it's really nice. Yeah, LinkedIn is either ask A S K, the number four G dash I, or Michelle Gardner Ints no hyphen. That's Michelle two L's and an E. G-A-R-D-N-E-R-I-N-C-E uh, for LinkedIn, but Ask4GI will also get you there. It's a shorter, a shortened it, give it a version so you can get there. But, there you go. So and I'd love to connect with anybody who's interested in uh, veteran businesses, business in, in general, mostly in the federal and commercial space. I, I, I mean, I don't really do much if it, you're not in the federal commercial space. Some people will come to me and ask me about getting something in APHIS, right? So I might say, hey, here's somebody I know, but I, that's not my focus or passion. Right. So you might do an introduction, but definitely- focus. Absolutely. Check that out for a great example of personal branding. You just check out, it's a really, really sharp profile. And it's exactly what LinkedIn should be like. I, I, I actually need to clean mine up and make mine look like guys. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on it. That's on my list. It's on my short list to do or have great. that. <laughs> so great, great. That's great. Well, I think uh, in terms of branding, you're um, a great example of what it takes for someone to be successful as an Air Force officer, as, as a woman, as a wife, as a leader, as a, as a person of faith. I recall yes. about you. Yes. And, uh, just life in general. Do you, do you want to talk about anything around that? I mean, it's kind of putting you on the spot, but this is an open conversation. No, no, no. It's, a, it's okay. It's okay. So, um, you know, when I changed it, I, my time in Okinawa was a, a very... Um, spiritual time i really i i think it was the water the beauty of of just the island and and oh by the way i was just about famous only thing that wasn't there was paparazzi because i was on all these bx and px commercials four and five times a day so i i, I was really reclusive so that's probably part of why i was a very spiritual i got to spend a lot of time with myself but um when i left there i wrote in my um, farewell or speech or my change command speech, something I would like to share. And it says, um, the place every great leader should be is close to God. Mm -hmm. When you think about all the opportunities, not just to influence people, do great things with the mission, but the numerous opportunities to mess up the mission and the lives of people. And I stress and the lives of people because you can go back and redo the mission. But oftentimes when we damage people, we cannot get a do over. Right. When you think about the responsibility, the legacy of those mistakes dealing with people's lives, the place every great leader should be is close to God. Absolutely. So, I, you know, I say that in, in, a, in a vein of, you know, regardless of what your faith is, you should be seeking some outside source to, to do good, to get guidance on how do I handle this tough decision? How do I handle this, this difficult situation? 
because when we get too egotistical and I have been there, I call it reading your own press, right? Uh, <laughs> don't do it by the way. Um, that's when we get egotistical and think we're untouchable and I'm in charge. I can do whatever I want. And I believe pride comes before the fall. Mm-hmm. It's not if, when, but when, but when it's coming, right? It's like a cybersecurity breach. It's not a matter of if, but when it will happen. I love that. Hey, hey, I love that analogy. <laughs> it's when, not if. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell me these days. It's so good to catch up with you. What do you do for fun? I mean, you're so busy. What What are, you, what are your fun things to do now, even with the quarantine well, going on? Um, the fun things I'm doing are really around my my personal business and branding. Uh, you know, I I I uh, I know that I I have committed to starting a podcast this year. So yay. I, I, yay. <laughs> So, so I am, I am busy trying to get uh, the concept I know, but just begin to get people lined up. I've talked to people, they said, yeah, but I, I really, I need a personal assistant, by the way. I really just need somebody to say, hey, put you in that slot, put that person in that slot. So that's one thing, but I'm spending a lot of time on my branding. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, not so much, um, you know, what do I want to be known for? Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you're going to be known for something, you have to put thought into it, right? Mm-hmm. I know that kind of sounds like, so I do a lot of reading on uh, leadership, a lot of reading on business, collaboration, teaming, um, you know, networking. Um, how, and, and, and the reason is because my desire is to be a thought leader for women veteran businesses. Mm-hmm. I want to help them collaborate and team. I want to help them grow themselves as leaders and understand how do I hire? How do I fire? How do I, how do I be a leader? But they're not my children. They're not my family. Because that familiarity breeds contempt, especially in business, because there's money at stake and they will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> That's real world so, advice. That's, hey, that's, that's, that's for real. So, so it, it, a lot of women are smart, but they've not led large amounts of people and, and, and very large, diverse um, um, organizations. And although, you know, when I was in business for myself, uh, before I came to VA, I, I was, I call it a, a, you know, sole proprietor. I still am, you know, only one FTE, but all of my career, I've been in the profit loss arena. True. You know, I've always been in, in the Air Force. We had to make so much money on lodging. We had to make so much money in the dining facilities. When I was in charge of APHIS, you know, we had to make so much money. So I'm used to hiring. I'm used to firing. I'm used to cutting costs, you know, making those tough decisions. And, and um, a lot of these women have not had that experience. They may have, you know, had that experience, a lot of people working for them in the military, but it's different when you have people working for you that are on the payroll. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I'm trying to get women to understand is you must be creative when you're small with your job descriptions. 
You cannot have the job descriptions and positions of large companies. You can't afford a, a, a chief of staff and a, and a COO and a BD person and an admin person. You may need to combine, say, what, what skills are critical to the next step I'm going, in, going to, right? Because you always hire for where you're going, not where you are. Because if you hire for where you are, what happens is you hire a person for where you, where you are, you grow, and then you want to know why they don't, why they can't do what you need. Because you you bought dial-up, and you need you know FiOS, quantum, whatever the highest level you need. You need uh, cable, internet, you know, phone. You need all these things built in to that next person. And so, I remember I was talking to a woman, and she uh, about this whole concept, and she said, "Oh, I got this person. I really need to fire them." I said, well, fire them. Oh, I can't afford to. I said, can you afford not to? Mm, good question. <laughs> because if you do not fire them, they are a morale downer to the high performers. Mm -hmm. Because the high performers see this slug, that's what I like to call them, <laughs> you know, because they move slow and they leave a horrible trail. <laughs> <laughs> no slugging. <laughs> Exactly. So, so, you know, if, if you, if you don't, they're watching this person that you are continuing to pay and they're, they, oh, by the way, most of the time are doing their work. So can you afford not to mm. fire this person? And oh, by the way, I bet you there's somebody in your business that would love to have a new opportunity. Grow from so, within. Yeah. Exactly. Grow from within. And that should always be the mindset of a small business. Huh. Grow, people, you hire people for one thing, but they may have other skill sets. And, and those skill sets weren't applicable because at the time that they were hired, that was being filled or done by somebody else. So when you have the uh, opening, the first place you should look is within. Because guess what? You'll save hiring dollars. You might just be able to give them some more duties and you might even save because instead of one position, they can, they can do two things. We have to think creative when it comes to staffing. And we have to understand that um, it's really important to hire business development people. But that's a whole nother conversation because okay. we can do people hire... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because people hire business consultants and they pay them a a, a, a um, monthly uh, retainer, and you don't know if they're working for you and somebody else. What business did you really get that month, right? So it's not that they're all bad, but you got to know enough about it to hold them accountable. <laughs> you have to you have to calculate your ROI, right? Your return on investment, and yeah, it's exactly, like exactly, exactly. Well, this is all really good advice. I tell you, actually, I, I had something I just, just thought of. I'm going to ask you offline. It's just not like, okay. relevant for the show, but I, 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 want to, I want to to leverage your knowledge and insights in terms of uh, some um, work coming up in the near future. So we'll just leave it at that, but it has to do with the classified you. realm. So uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm really, really eager to work with some partners that I have lined up to do a certain thing. And uh, you just gave me a really good idea of something I need to do to get myself better prepared. And presenting Wonderful. the team before I do much of anything else. So, 
Well, oh then, hey, uh, we can stop the show. I've helped somebody. At least I know <laughs> I've helped you. Hopefully something I've said has helped, uh, you know, some listeners. Yeah, I think so. Well, well do you have any, uh, how much time do you have? Do you have a few more minutes? I do. Okay, great. Well, I'd just like to know, do you have any closing thoughts about anything in general we've talked about? Leadership, business, career, success in life, faith, success, yeah. anything? Yeah, I, I, an, another personal passion of mine is for more veterans to think like entrepreneurs. I, I want to encourage the entrepreneur mindset. Mm. Instead of looking for a job when you leave uh, the military, mm -hmm. instead start an LLC before you leave the military. Mm. Get it all established, get it set up, and then when you're looking for a job, let's say um, um, a, a, a large company might be better known, even could be a Microsoft, Deloitte, Verizon, any of those. Right. You interview, you apply for the job, mm -hmm. you interview, you get hired. When you go to HR, you say, mm -mm, I don't wanna be an employee. I want to be a subcontractor because you don't need medical. You don't, because at least if you're using, you know, either TRICARE or the VA, you get right. that, that's taken care of. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you are a, um, a, a entrepreneur, then when you see a problem, halt, stop veteran, do not solve the problem. You go and you write a white paper, what the solution is, what you're proposing, you take it to your parent company and you say, I think we can solve this problem. And then you say, and oh, by the way, I want to negotiate with you five, 10%, 1% of that solution if the government buys it. I love and it. then when you get that contract, you now hire other people to replace you and then you get to work on your business instead of in your business. Oh, that is pure gold, GI. That's pure gold. That's the, I, I want to change because what do we do? We always solve things and that's money. Solving problems, addressing issues, meeting needs are money. And that's how we got to think about it. We just inherently go and do it and the company says, hey, thanks. And you know, somebody gets a new boat or a new plane. I'm not against that, by the way, but I'm just saying you ought to get a piece. I'll get a piece of the action. Get some of that bread, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then that becomes your first, you are your first subcontract. That's brilliant. Yeah, I wish I'd done that right out of the gate. When I yeah. was back in duty, I never thought of it. I never thought of that. It's been a minute, but you I never thought are. of it back then either. And the beauty of it is if the, if the company doesn't need you to be in the office all day, let's say they hire you and you work eight hours, but the job really only takes four, you can negotiate that. Hmm. You can negotiate. I want to work because see, you're a subcontractor now. You're no longer an employee. Different mindset. Yeah. And th that's why I said I'm Different on this mindset. campaign to change, to make veterans think with an entrepreneurial mindset. I love it. You should have a course on that. Do you have any course courses coming up or anything that you could offer well, for I'm, the content? I'm, I'm, I'm working with an accountant because, you know, what I want to do is if you jump out there, you got to make sure, oh, by the way, you pay your taxes, uh, 
you got to pay social security, you got to pay Medicare, you got to get all that set up where it's an automatic thing that you're not at the end of the year like, oh, I made all this money, but oh my God, I got to pay taxes. Right. All those things, you know, your retirement, all those need to be, you need to treat yourself like you are a business. Like I'm paying myself, I'm paying an employee, and these are all the things I would do if I was paying employees. So I'm working with an accountant. Uh, I haven't um, uh, done a course, but I do have some companies that I'm talking to who are interested in the concept because they want to increase their veteran hiring. And I said, you know, veteran hiring is great, but wouldn't it be great if you grew your own group of veteran businesses? I like that. I think you have something there. I think you should package and sell that, bottle that somehow. <laughs> okay, you can help me with that. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. But should we stop recording now and then I can ask you the question about the, the yes. customer thing and then you can ask me yes. about that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, well, thanks yes. so much again. That, that's a great way to wrap, actually, the show. I was kind of joking about that, but this, you, you've shared a lot of golden nuggets tonight. Oh, thank you. Listen for to having more than once. <laughs> so you can Thank really you hear what you're saying. It's the blueprint to the gold, the, to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow because she knows she knows about business and leadership, and she means business, and she's all <laughs> about business. To ask for GI. Okay, what's <laughs> yes. One more time. Ask, ask the number four G dash I. All right, great. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thanks for stopping by the Cyber Show. We'll catch you on the flip side. All righty.